Mic check one, two, and two. You are now in the building with Coach K, and this is the Hustlers Journal Podcast. Mic check one, two, and two. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now in the building with your boy, Coach K, and this is the Hustlers Journal episode 20, the final episode of this season, season one. I just want to thank everybody who have taken the time to listen to the episodes that I've put up, that that I've had part of this podcast series thus far. Uh, so much more energy, so much more fire still to come. Um, but I've been able to put together a great lineup of uh, interviews, uh, great conversations that I've had with some amazing people that have just been so refreshing, so enlightening uh, to hear about their stories and how they came up and to uh, just to share in energy and share in conversations. It's just been amazing, phenomenal. Uh, next season, I'm going to have uh, more energy coming. It's going to be uh, even better. Um, probably going to have some more of the same people that I had uh, last season, uh, but probably going to add in a couple of few more people. I'm looking forward to that interview I'm going to have with my sister, uh, Jamila, uh, amazing educator out here in Toronto. I'm actually live out here in Toronto right now. I stepped away for the weekend uh, for a couple of days. I just spent some time with some family and friends and to have some really engaging conversations to get me motivated, to get me inspired, to get me psyched up. And I tell you right off the bat, man... Thursday I got here, I was doing some shoe shopping with some friends who were going to get some sel- themselves uh, loaded up for uh, the spring season, uh, they're getting, taking advantage of some sales and stuff that were going on, one of my guys, uh, shout out to DG Kicks out in NDG, uh, he was restocking for his store, the whole car was filled with stuff, um, and I was able to pick up a couple pairs for myself and get a pair for my wife as well, so we can be matching, you know how we do, um, and get a couple things as well, but just to get away, just to pause for a moment, reflect recharge, reset myself, because I tell you, man, thanks to everybody who have been hitting me up about private training sessions, uh, semi-private small group, hitting me up for boot camp classes, people have been who have been part of the uh, uh, the new roster uh, clientele that I've, been, that I've been able to, blessed to be able to work with, uh, it gets busy sometimes. And I think because I've been in the same walls uh, every day for hours and hours and hours. I just needed a break, needed a little pause, needed a little disconnect, and I was able to get that. And I'm thankful beyond words for that. So um, I appreciate uh, everyone who has supported. And uh, again, this is just the start of something amazing. Uh, more episodes still to come, but I wanted to finish the final episode of this season off with a great topic. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Yes, I'm talking about change. I'm talking about readiness for change and being prepared. And in parentheses in the title, it's the ripple effect. And there's a reason behind it. I got to shout my friend out. Melissa Manicam had an awesome conversation with her last night. Went to eat at this amazing place called Ital Vital uh, on Pharmacy Avenue in Scarborough. It's all vegan stuff. Uh, she took me there. She paid for my meal. Appreciated that very much. Didn't have to do that, but she that's how her friends do. Um, and we had a great lengthy conversation in the restaurant. We talked about all things that were happening with her, some things that were affecting her personally, some things that were affecting me personally, why it is that I had to escape for a little bit. And in our conversation, we talked about a lot of stuff that were so key and so crucial to what it is that drives me to do what I do. And just the conversation with her inspired me so much that I said, you know what? I definitely, definitely, definitely need to drop this before I leave and before I head home, which would be maybe about an hour or two, but I figured I had some time, well, I have some free space time here in my parents' house uh, just to get some information out. Um, When a student is ready, the teacher will appear. It's actually a blog that I wrote about uh, a couple years ago, maybe three or four, 
um, in a blog series that I was doing on my website as well, which I'm going to restart, refresh real soon once I get my blog, once I get my site updated a little bit. Um, and it talked about being ready. Now, I didn't want to take the same content and, and, and reread it again. I figured, you know what? Let's start with something fresh, start with something new. And being here for the past couple of days has allowed me to reflect and reminisce about the biggest change that I made in my life. And that was moving from Toronto to Montreal, moving from my comfort zone, moving from my home, moving from my people, moving from the community and starting something new in another place that I'm familiar with because I was actually born in Montreal. Y'all didn't know that. I was born in Montreal, Quebec. I moved when I was three years old to Toronto, lived here for 20 years, and I moved back in 2008. Uh, and that's when my life changed uh, in amazing ways and changed actually for the better. Um, and it was just such a transition time in my life because I finished school, I had a job, everything was working for me, and I met this beautiful lady and she summoned me to come to Montreal. No, I'm kidding. She didn't summon me. But we made a decision together collectively as to where we were going to go, what things were going to happen. And I wanted to see her in her, her element, uh, being comfortable where she was. And now with me being there to create change for her. So change was happening on both sides. And you realize that some people can really tolerate that sort of adjustment. And some people can't. And I'm not sure if it's that she couldn't. She just didn't want to. And I was cool with that. I was ready for that move for myself. So once I made that move and I made things happen, it just made everything that much better. And so many positive things resulted from me making this change. But before I go into that, I'm going to ask this question to everybody now. And I'm going to ask it at the end when I'm finished. What's the biggest change you've ever made in your life that has resulted in a positive outcome that has shaped your life forever i'm pretty sure we've made changes all across all throughout our life on many 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 occasions whether it be the decision to move the decision to uh, get married the decision maybe to get divorced the decision maybe to have children to have uh, more than one child uh, the decision not to have kids changing your job changing your friends again changing your your atmosphere where it is that you live all these things are big decisions and sometimes even small decisions are big you know, just something as simple as changing the way that you eat, changing the way that you think, changing the way that you breathe, your posture, your form, your training style. It could be anything that is going to create an effect that's going to alter and shape your life forever. Uh, some people don't see those changes as being a big deal, while others do. And I'll tell you right now, me moving was the biggest deal because I've never left my parents' house. I've gone on trips and stuff, whatever, with, with my family. You know, obviously, you know, you spend time with your friends, you hang out, you go to school, whatever, whatnot. But I've never actually left my parents' house and moved and been away for an extended period of time. I went to Trinidad when I was a kid. My parents being from Trinidad. Um, I was there for like a month, but my mom came in and met up with us after, thank God, because I actually didn't really like that trip when I was there as a kid. I'll tell you more about that experience. That's probably going to be another uh, episode on something else. Embarrassing moments. But either way, um, just the change alone of moving or even the thought alone of moving was like, wow, okay, I'm going to do this. But I had to be ready. And the truth of the matter is when I left, when I was planning to leave the first time, I wasn't ready. And a lot of things happened in succession that proved to me that I wasn't ready. And I realized that when you don't put things 
to the creator and you don't put things to God and really ask him for his help and his direction to help you make the best decision possible or even to people. Uh, you realize that maybe the things that you think you're ready for, you're really not. Uh, so many people make decisions and they go, yes, I'm ready for it. And then they get themselves involved in a the situation. They realize, whoa, you know, like how many people have moved in with their girlfriend, their boyfriend? They thought this is going to be the most amazing experience possible because now we're going to be closer together and our relationship's going to grow and la da 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 da. And then two weeks in, they go, you know what? This is stupid. <laughs> this is not really working because you weren't ready to make that change. The idea, the thought of it was great, but the actual actions that needed to be taken to make that happen uh, you were a little bit afraid of and it created some angst and all of a sudden you realize two weeks later you're out of this relationship or you just change locations you decide to move and it just doesn't work out for you so you got to be prepared you got to be ready you got to be patient with your decision and recognize that with this change you're going to make it's going to come with a lot of discomfort and man i tell you when i moved to montreal it wasn't just the language because I understood French. I learned French when I was in school. I did courses before I came, but I had to be ready for just the change of pace, the change of flow, the change of people, the change of culture. And that was a big thing for me because I was so used to seeing a mixture of people. I was so used to seeing uh, the people that I was used to seeing, my friends, my family members, other people I've seen in the community, people in the barbershops, people in grocery stores, people at the malls, working at the mall, uh, working at this location, that location, the streets, the street signs, the direction that people were going, construction on the road, all these things I had to be ready for because it could be a lot. It could be overwhelming to some people and some people, they that's why they're afraid of change because they go, man, it's gonna be so much stuff. I'm not sure if I'm ready for it. And not many people can admit that they're not ready for it. Apologize if I keep, you see me keep moving in the video, it's just that my legs are getting, I'm turning on fire. I'm actually kneeling down on the floor right now just to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm level with the camera, but, and I'm able to get my, my sister's artwork in the background. I'll show you a bit of pictures of that after. Um, but you have to be ready. You gotta be ready, you gotta be mentally ready, you gotta be physically ready and prepared, emotionally ready and prepared for that change. And I was so resistant to change back in the day. You know, it's like, oh, let's do this. Nah, I'm good. You know, and I was around friends who were all thinking the same thing. And I had a couple of friends who were down with doing something different. But for the majority of us, we just did what everyone else did. We just did the same thing. And at some point you get tired of doing the same thing because you realize, you know what, if I keep doing the same thing, is it really going to generate change for me? Is it really going to result in something different for me? If I'm really trying to take things to another level, how can I take things to another level if I'm not ready to even step out of the level that I'm in to go to the doors towards the next level? And when I did that, wow, so many things have resulted as a, as a result. Uh, so many things changed for me. I, I saw things in a different way from a different perspective, but all that I'm gonna get into a little bit in depth as we go along. But what happened, why it is that the first time I was gonna move it didn't happen and only resulted in me moving the second time around. Well, the first time I was gonna move, my plan was to leave with my friend. My friend and I were like, yo, you know what? We need to get out of Toronto. We need to do something different. Man, I'm tired of the city now. You know what? It's time to go. Let's go to Montreal. We had gone to visit. We had fun. We partied. We met great people, it was cool. Okay, it's cheaper out there. Let's go out there, let's do something different. Okay, we gotta learn French, no problem. We're gonna do a course, we're gonna do this, gonna do that. We're gonna make things happen, make things work. Boom, ready to go, ready to move. Had a conversation with my mom, she said, nah, you don't wanna move. You're not ready to go. 
I said, yeah, mom, I'm ready to go. Trust me, it's time. It's time to go. She goes, nah, you're not prepared. You're not ready. You're not ready to move. And she dropped a bar on me real quick. She said, did you pray about it? I said, yeah. She goes, nah. Now, just a little background about my mom. My mom is a lovely, lovely person. She is the lady of my life, second to my wife now. Before she used to be first, my wife came and took over. But she used to be a kind of a deterrent. And I don't think she was being a deterrent because she didn't want us to do things. You know, my sister wanted to be in gymnastics. She's like, nah, you don't want to do that. You know, some of the things that we were we were desiring to do, we wanted to do this, change this, that. She's like, nah. But it's not because she didn't want us to try or she really didn't want us to do it. It's just, I guess she didn't know how to handle it at that time. At that time. So maybe she just didn't know how to handle me wanting to move. She wasn't sure about me leaving. If I left, how's it going to be? What's going to happen? Who am I going with? Stuff like that. So she just kept telling me, no, nah, you're not ready. And then she said, did you pray about it? I said, yeah, of course I did. And she said, no, I don't think you did. Because how can you make a decision so, so quickly if you haven't waited for the answer yet? And I said, well, I know what I want to do. Now, the thing about mothers is that they know when you're not ready for something. And they know when you're ready for something. Something about her, she just had this like sixth sense and she was just sensing like, nah, this, this, he's not ready for this. So I prayed about it, but I was kind of like a service thing. Like, you know, Jehovah God, thank you so much. Uh, I just want you to help me make this decision because this, this is what I want to do. I'm going to do it anyways. Okay, thanks. But that wasn't really sincere and genuine. It wasn't really me pouring my emotions out, my pouring my heart out and expressing how it is I felt, what it is I wanted to do. Is this in, do you think this would be a good idea? And if it's not, show me reason why. When I had that conversation and I actually did have that prayer, things changed for me. I'll tell you a quick story. So I used to work in this office in HR as an HR assistant. Sorry guys, I'm trying to adjust my legs a little bit. Hang on. All right, we're good. Um, I worked as an HR assistant for a bit it was my first big job out of school in my field and i remember telling my boss man i'm gonna move to montreal and she's like i don't know if you want to do that because it's really different this that and the third i'm like nah i'm down for change it's all good so i was driving to work one day and i realized a lot of things were just kind of falling apart for me like i had to owe money for my computer i had a little bit of credit card debt i was taking care of that my friend dropped out of the whole plan he was like nah you know what i'm not really trying to go i'm good so it just ended up being me. I'll still do my French course. I was like, all right, cool. I'm moving on that. We're good. We're straight. We're, things are happening. No problem. And I was so committed, so determined. I had my mindset. I was like, you know, I'm going to go because when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm tired of being like, yeah, I'm going to do this and then I don't do that. I'm going to make this happen. It's going to work. It's going to work. I'm driving to work one day. It was a rainy day, I remember. Uh, as in the park in Steels, you know, uh, IBM building is just around the corner there. And I was going to go around the IBM building, head to my job. I remember driving, being at a stoplight, and I said, all right, Jehovah, here's the deal. This is what I want to do. But if it's not the best thing for me to do right now, make it obvious to me. Show me, but it, but show me in a way that I'd have to be like super blind or like an idiot to not see this is not what I should be doing. I go back to work. My boss says to me, Going into a meeting, I'll be back in five minutes. I said, okay, cool. Sitting at my desk. Take a deep breath. I go back on my computer, get to my work. I see my boss walk back down 
towards her office. I'm like, okay. Her boss follows behind behind her, points at me, says, you come here. Gotta talk to you for a second. I said, okay, cool. So she gets someone to cover the desk for me because I was working reception at that time. And she sits me down and I'm nervous. I'm sweating. I'm going, man, I'm going to get fired. This is the obvious answer. I'm getting fired. Man. She takes a breath, gathers her notes, looks at me and says, okay, so we just fired your boss. You're going to take over. Uh, you are going to run the ship for us in HR because we see you have potential to grow. We want to develop you, whatever course you need to do, whatever it is you need to take. I think you need to take some sort of certification, right? Okay, cool. Let us know how much that costs. We'll pay for it. We're good. Any questions? I sat there in silence and I just kept thinking, wait, did you just tell me that my boss just got fired? Because I started feeling remorse for her. I'm like, man, she lost her job. And then I'm thinking, wait, I'm taking her job? Are you, are you crazy? Like, really? I wasn't ready for that. But the thing is, is that I also wasn't ready to move. So this bought me a little bit of time. I went back to my desk, I looked up and I said, okay, all right. Helped my, my uh, boss clean out her office a little bit and we had a little joke and I thought she was okay, but at the end of it all, I still felt bad for her. I went home, talked to my mom. I said, mom, guess what? I told her what the deal was and she said, see, I told you, you weren't ready. I told you you didn't pray about it. I knew you didn't pray about it. Come on. Don't play around with me like that. I know you didn't. So, stayed there a little bit longer. And then, as my wife and I got more serious and we were more committed, this time we were dating, of course, we said, well, who's going to leave? And I said, you know what? I'm down to come. And she said, no, you know, maybe I'll just come. So, we decided on rock, paper, scissors. True story. Rock, paper, scissors, best two out of three. She beat me two out of three. She finished with scissors, cut my paper. And I cut my ties from Toronto at that moment in my mind. I was ready to go. And the process began for me moving. And September 21st, 2008, I got in my car. I said bye to my family. I cried on my way to Montreal. I cried hugging my mom for like 10 minutes. My sisters, my dad told me go with God. That started the whole thing. I had spoken to my friends the night before uh, and it was just, it was different. I got on the road and I was ready to go and I was prepared for the discomfort, the discomfort of leaving home. I had packed my stuff up and I was, I was gone. Highway 401 and I hit where I had to go to and that was that. And that was the beginning of the biggest changes in my life that would occur over the next 12 years. 12 years later, 2020, I'm back home visiting my parents and I'm just reflecting on this and realizing that, man, if I didn't leave, what would have happened? If I didn't decide to make the changes that I made at that time, what would be the result of my life? Where would I be? And I hate living in the what if of things. I hate being like, oh man, what if this? What if that? What if that? I like to know. And the only way you'll know is if you actually put yourself in that position and try. And remember that if it doesn't work, it's okay. You can always press the reset button and start again. And my parents always used to say to me, you know, Kim, you can always come back home. But once I was gone, I set my sights on making this work, not only for my relationship with my girlfriend turned fiance turned wife, but for myself, because I wanted to see for me 
This potential that everyone's been telling me I have, is it really there? Let me see if I can pull it out in some way, shape, or form. So fast forward to the story. I'm 11 years into my personal training business. I've had amazing success thus far. Thank to thank to God for, uh, thanks to God for that. Uh, to my family for their support. To my friends for their support. The clients who have given me the time of day to help them shape and mold their physical lives. I've had great conversations, uh, great experiences with clients, with friends, seeing people develop. I've uh, managed to improve my spirituality, improve my relationship with God in so many facets, so many ways. And the discomforts that actually came with that are are not there anymore. And yes, I still have a lot of things I gotta work on, no doubt about it, because we all do. But it changed my whole perspective in a lot of ways. And all these experiences that I've had over the last 12 years of since I moved have resulted in positive changes. Some things haven't gone the best, haven't been the best. Some things are like, oh man, or were like that. But when I made adjustments and adaptations and changes and made more adjustments and adaptations and changes because I was ready to do it, I was ready to change how things were for me. I was ready to put my life in the hands of others through their advice, through their direction, accepting their direction and things like that, really, really made a difference for me. So that process that I was feeling was me growing, maturing, accepting, releasing, retrieving, renewing, resetting, losing, but winning in the end. Sacrificing, gaining, and the list goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. And I've actually had a leg to stand on to be able to support other people who are also going through changes or who are desiring to change and allow being able to give them the advice that they need for them to be ready for that change. And yes, I do it on a physical level in fitness. And yes, I do it in maybe a mental level when it comes to mental health, nutritional level as well. But I went through these changes so that I had something to say, something valid to share with people, to share these valid experiences so people were able to know, oh, I guess he is kind of an expert in that because he went through this and this and that. Now, I'm not an expert in any way, shape or form, but my experiences have given me a sense of comfort to realize and to know that I'm capable of doing this. I'm capable and, and of making these changes and making things work. I have the confidence in myself now that I never had before. I never, if I was thinking about doing this at age 15, I would have never done that. I didn't have confidence in myself at them times. You know, I, I didn't know where I was at. Even when I was 18, I didn't have much confidence in myself. I just, I was confident in what I knew. But now I'm confident in the things that I didn't know that now I'm aware of and now that I know and I'm confident enough to go into things that I'm not sure about that could result in something amazing, an amazing experience, an amazing outcome for myself, for my family, for my friends, for my clients, for anybody that is within my circle in any way, shape or form. And I use that example or use that confidence when I think about when I went to Japan uh, back in October. And I was nervous about leaving, but I really always wanted to go. And my wife said, nah, we're gonna go. Let's go do something different. Instead of go sitting on a beach in Mexico, let's go see the other side of the world and, and see what's happening over there. And it was the greatest experience of my life, travel-wise, thus far. 
and I know that I'll probably have many more experiences still to share, still to come. But that experience in itself is one that I'll never take for granted because it taught me a lot about me. It showed me that I'm I'm willing to try different foods. I'm willing to try being around different people, being around, being immersed in a whole different culture, a whole different travel system, um, just being in different places and really getting to know not only myself, but spending time with my wife and really getting to know her and to, to build a better bond with us and to build a greater relationship with us and really just digging deep in what we need to do for ourselves because we have a lot that we need to do, not only for us, um, together as a group, as a as a couple, but also individually, and those individual changes that we saw and that I saw, I could say that I've seen thus far, have resulted in such great, great things, great conversations, and has opened me up to a world of many more experiences still to come that I look forward to sharing with so many more people. Because when you change and when you make things happen, but it, it's it's amazing what you can see and how things can develop. Now, why is it that some people are ready for change and others aren't? Well, the truth of the matter is, is that there are a lot of things that hold us back. And we have to ask ourselves certain questions, you know, when it comes to our goals and our objectives. What is it that's holding us back? Why are we afraid? What is it we're afraid of? And one thing that a lot of people don't realize is that People are afraid of succeeding. You know, some people are afraid of failing. They go, man, if I fail, this is going to be the result, blah, blah, blah. But some people are afraid of success because with success means continued success. With success now, some people put this level on themselves to say, well, if I succeeded at this, I can never fail. It's like a championship team saying, well, now that we've won, we can never not win. Well, the truth is, you may win one year and you may not win the next year. But you do things to put yourself in a position to maybe win the following year or the year after that, the year after that. It just continues to be a position of growth. I'm just adjusting my legs a little bit, guys. One second. Mm, stretching out them calves. Boy, my legs are going to be tight. Sitting in this car for the next uh, couple of hours is going to be crazy. I'm just going to readjust everything here. I think it'll make it a little bit simpler. All right, there we go. A little high camera. Sorry about that, guys. Um, so it's when I was ready to accept the fact that, yeah, failure is possible. But also success is possible. And I really want to succeed. I really want to see myself see where things can grow uh, succeeding from the, the changes that I wanted to make. And when I did that, everything just became different. Because I was willing to accept that, you know what, if I fail, it's not the end of the world. If you fail in whatever it is you're trying to pursue, it's not the end of the world. Because you can get up tomorrow and you can try again. And even if it means you try 90 times, 100 times, 1,000 times. Thousand t and the thousand and first time might be the time that you get it. Do you really want to live your life feeling like, well... I could have done this, but I just didn't really want to see if I'd fail again. But that's where you learn. See, you don't learn anything from winning. Yes, you, you win, you experience it, it's great. But you learn a lot more when you lose, or when you go through scenarios where you have that down period because you have to learn to get yourself back up again, to keep pushing forward and to keep going. 
and to keep things moving. And throughout my experiences in these past 12 years, I've, I've had a lot of losses, but I've also had a lot of wins as a result of those losses because the losses were learning opportunities that have taught me how to be better at something or how to improve or how to make changes, how to adjust in order to put myself in a winning scenario. And I've had friends and family to help me to do that. I've had mentors and teachers to help me to do that. And in my position as a trainer, I have a role as an educator to educate people to do the same thing. And it's amazing what happens when you are ready to be in a scenario where you're in a room full of people and you feel so uncomfortable and you're just thinking, man, I don't know how this is gonna turn out. But you are confident enough to do what it is that you need to do, even if it means you fail or you fall or you slip or you stumble, you have an opportunity to stand even taller. Grow from that, learn from that experience and build on that opportunity in order to help other people who also too might be afraid of slipping, of failing, of falling and help them to see that you did it and they can do it too. Help them to build their confidence in the changes and adaptations that they need to make in order for them for in order for them to be ready for the changes that they want to experience. So questions you got to ask yourself, what do I need to do to be ready? What needs to happen for me to be ready? Well, if I think back again to my experience of when I was moving, yeah, you always think, oh, you got to have the right amount of money in place. Well, it's not always about the money. A lot of it has to do with your mentality. It's your mentality of thinking, well, if I come into a scenario where I'm moving and all I got is $4,000 to my name or 400 bucks to my name, what am I going to do when that money runs out? Am I going to hustle to make that money back? Am I going to get a job and I'm going to work to double, triple that money, quadruple that money? Or am I just going to allow that money to run out and ask others to supply me with the funds that I need in order to function? Well, what does that teach me to do? It teaches me to ask, and there's nothing wrong with asking for help. But at some point, the person who teaches you how to fish can't keep giving you fishes. You now have to go and fish. You got to get uncomfortable getting that water and put your... Um, your um, Fishing rods, oh, I can't even remember the name, the word. You gotta go out there and put your fishing rod out there and you gotta get to work. You gotta make things make things happen. You gotta hustle. And you gotta stand there for hours and hours and hours waiting for that line to be bitten and travel in different sections of the water and wait for another line to be bitten and put that bait out and see what happens. You gotta be willing to do that because people can't just keep handing you fish because at some point they're gonna run out of fish and then what are you gonna do? Ask another person for fish, but what, what happens when everybody runs out? What happens when everyone's tired? What happens when everyone can't supply you anymore? You have to be willing and ready to make those changes and those adjustments because it's gonna benefit you to the greatest degree possible. I'm just gonna adjust my camera real quick. Right, damn, that's better, that's better. So, we got to ask ourselves these questions. What am I willing to sacrifice? What, what am I willing to let go of temporarily or permanently? You know, when I moved, I was willing to let go of 
my the connection I had with my friends, being able to see them on a regular basis, on a daily basis even, whether it be to go to the gym, go to the bar, hang out, chill, talk nonsense, whatever the case may be, I was willing to let go of that temporarily because I wanted to make permanent changes in my life that would allow me to bring something back for them to build on. And in the 12 years, I've seen what my friends have been able to do because Maybe it's possible I instilled some confidence in them. Maybe it's possible that I helped them to see that, yeah, if Kareem can move and he can leave the province and go to somewhere of a different language, maybe I could just try something with a new business or I can do this different job or I can, you know, change the direction of where I'm going. Maybe I can change my eating habits. Maybe I can change the way I think. And any way that we can influence and inspire and motivate people to change for the better, even if it means we have to sacrifice and give up so much to generate that change for that one person, it's all the more so worth it. You know, people are gonna hate on your decision to do what you do. When I first stopped eating meat, man, I had haters. And I was just testing it out to see, you know, what happens if I stop eating meat? Let me just see. Let me see how my body responds. I'm gonna do it for 90 days. And I remember I went to my friend's wedding in Mexico and um, my friend's wife was like, what do you mean you're not eating meat? And she was so critical and crucial of the whole thing. And I thought, man, I'm just trying to try something out. I don't know until I try because I hate living in the what if of things. And yeah, she criticized me and she said it's silly. It doesn't make sense, yada, yada, yada. But six, no, sorry, not six years. Three and a bit years later, I feel amazing. So many changes have come to me physically that have responded well for me, for me making that decision to stay away from animal products. And yeah, do I eat cheese occasionally sometimes? Yeah, do I eat something that might have a little bit of milk in it? Yeah, okay, I'm not that that high much on such a, I'm not that much on a bend that I'm like, nah, I'm gonna avoid all this altogether. But I've made a lot of changes when it comes to not eating meat, not eating egg products and things like that, that have resulted in my body changing, might resulted in my men, my mental changing everything just made adjustments along the way because i was willing and committed to do that and i was willing to fight through the ridicule and the criticism in order to make that happen i was ridiculed and criticized for leaving toronto as well i get ridiculed and criticized for all kinds of things you know and and we all do but are we willing to allow that to happen in order for us to try something different to move in a different direction to make changes that we want to make for ourselves if we know the changes we're making are for the better people will hate and they will criticize because a they're ignorant and they don't understand they don't know or b they too want to make changes and adjustments and adaptations but they're afraid of doing that because they don't want to do it they want to do it but they're not sure and because they see you with surety and with confidence they're like, how do you have all this confidence? How are you so sure? And they want to poo-poo on that because they want everybody to be where they are. Well, here's the deal. We don't all move in the same way. We don't move at the same speed. We don't move in the same direction all the time. We don't move at the same pace when it comes to a lot of things. But whatever it is that you're committed to doing, whatever it is that you decide to do, whatever changes you want to make for yourself because you know it's going to result in amazing, amazing change for you at the end of the day. Even if it comes with ridicule and criticism and persecutions and it comes with people, you know, crapping on your ideas 
and hating on everything that you do and criticizing from things like whatever the situation might be. I'm, I'm at a loss for words right now, but anything that people are going to hate on, if you know that it's good for you and it's going to be a benefit to you, you do it. You know, one of the conversations I had, one of the interviews I had with my, with my girl, Chloe, um, and I was telling her, man, you know what? I question whether I should keep doing this podcast or, or doing these things that I put out there on Instagram or whatever because, you know, the response and whatnot. And she said, you know what? You keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing because what you're doing is impacting somebody out there. We don't realize that the changes that we make in our lives on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, or our decision to make changes has an impact on people who watch us, who see us. And because we put ourselves out there on social media, everyone sees what we do for the people who do do that, myself included, people wanna see what it is you're doing because they wanna know, is this person relatable to me? Is this person in the same situation I'm in or have they been in the same situation I've been in? Someone might listen to this episode and go, you know what? I totally resonate with this message because I've been there too. I once got up and I left the country or I left the province or I moved. I did something different. I left my job. I was going to do something and then something happened and it changed the whole outlook of things and I just decided not to do that anymore. Like, we've all gone through something. So everybody out there experiences something at some point in time. And everybody is not ready when you're ready remind you of that one more time. Everybody is not ready when you're ready. When I was ready to make physical changes for myself, I did it. My wife wasn't. She has been now for the past couple of years, but I started a while ago, but she wasn't ready then. When I made the decision to change my eating habits, I was ready at that moment. Other people I've been around haven't been ready. Some people still aren't ready, but yet there are people now who are taking time to review things for themselves and they're saying, you know what? Okay, it's time to go. It's time to get things done. And they have a renewed confidence and they have a renewed belief because I've been able to show them it's possible or because you've been able to show them that it's possible. So the people around you watch what you do. They watch your movements, not because they wanna hate, but because they wanna enjoy the show. They wanna enjoy the changes that you're making because it helps them to feel good about themselves, about the changes that they might be making, the small little steps. Every time I meet somebody and they say, yeah, you know, Kareem, I started going back to the gym. Yeah, you know, Kareem, I started, uh, I stopped eating meat. Yeah, you know, Kareem, I started doing a little bit, of, little bit of running. I started moving in this direction, started doing this. Yeah, you know, I'm uh, changing the way I think. You know, I'm gonna go see a counselor. I'm getting therapy, taking care of my mental health because I uh, I need it. I had such enriching, enriching, enlightening conversations this weekend with four lovely ladies that motivated me to come back home when I do go back home later today to just be supercharged and be ready to get back into it again and to fire people up and get people to understand that change is coming just like seasons. Change is going to happen whether you like it or not, but you got to be ready. With the discomforts that come, the blessings come. With the discomforts that come, the privileges come. With the discomforts that come, the opportunities come. 
with the discomforts that come, change comes. And change is always gonna be for the better. Now don't take my advice only on that because there are plenty of other people out there who are preaching the same thing and they're telling you, you need to change, you need to make these adjustments now and ask yourself those questions. Are you afraid of succeeding? Are you afraid of failing? Ask yourself, what are your goals and your objectives? Have you hit those goals and objectives yet? And if not, what do you need to change to make that happen? And if you have to make those changes, are you ready? And if you're not ready, that's okay. That's cool, that's fine. No one's gonna criticize you, no one's gonna hate on you, no one's gonna poo-poo on you for that. But remember something. You see, sometimes the people that we have in our lives that are empowering us and encouraging us to change are here now. Tomorrow they may not be there. The next day they may not be there. So you also have to ask yourself one of the biggest questions ever, which is, are you prepared and ready to make that change or make changes in your life in whatever direction it is you're trying to go, whether it be your physical health, your mental health, your nutritional health, your spiritual health, your financial health, your relationships, your friendships, whatever it is that's affecting you from the past, that's affecting you now in the present, when you are ready or willing to make those changes, are you also ready and prepared to be willing to make those changes knowing that you may be going at this alone? You see, the grind is cool and everyone's part of it, but everyone's individual grind is something unique to them. My grind is different than my wife's grind. My grind is different than my sister's grind. My grind is different than my friend's grind. My grind is different than everyone else out there because it's unique to me. And even though we might be going along the same path, we may experience things at a different time. That's what makes the grind for everybody different. That's what makes the grind for everybody unique to them. Everyone's experience is gonna be for themselves, but you gotta be ready to go at it alone, by yourself. It's great that you have the support, because trust me, I'm here to support anybody who's willing to change, anyone who wants to make adjustments in their life, if they need support, they need help, they need encouragement, they need fire behind them, I'm down 100,000%. But I may not be there all the time. Your family may not be there all the time. Your friends, your spouse, your coach, your trainer, your teachers may not be there all the time. Are you willing to do this on your own? Are you willing to change by yourself? Are you willing to leave by yourself? Are you willing to accept that backlash by yourself? Are you willing to accept the ridicule, the criticism, the hate by yourself? And are you willing to celebrate your successes alone? Because sometimes you will. But rest assured, whatever changes you make in your life, just know, that when you're ready, the teacher will appear. I want to thank everyone again for checking out the Hustlers Journal. This is episode 20, the last episode of this season. Stay tuned for season two. I'll have many more interviews to come. I'm going to be back in Toronto back in April. Uh, so if you get a chance to, uh, to listen to this episode or other episodes that are out there and you are thinking of somebody that you'd like to have on or do you think that would be amazing to be on my uh, on my uh, podcast, please send me suggestions, send me a DM through my Instagram, send me an email. All my information is available through my YouTube channel. 
This video also is going to be available on YouTube. This podcast is also available on Spotify, on Anchor, Radio Public, Breaker, Google Podcasts, and hopefully very soon it'll be on Apple. I'm going to email you guys and find out what's the deal because people have been asking me, hey, is your podcast on Apple yet? And I told them, nah, but at the end of the day, we're out here. We're making this information public to everybody because I definitely believe whatever information we can share with each other can be a benefit to one another. Any way we can build, upbuild, motivate, and inspire, let's do that and let's go one higher and let's make it happen each and every day that we live because the opportunity is now or you may not have tomorrow to make it happen. This is the Hustler's Journal episode 20 with your boy Coach K signing out. Peace.